Japan are camp as hell. Okay, welcome back to Bye Queens, episode two. Here we are. I'm Courtney, and I've decided that I'm going to spearhead the movement to stop making women's dress pants exclusively for petite women. (laughs) I'm Rhiannon, and I make a lot of wrong assumptions, so I hope you're ready for that. And we are on to episode two, like I said. Today we're going to be talking about American Girl Dolls and American Girl Doll culture, because I'm like very interested in it, and I think it's kind of wild. So that being said... We do have a guest today. Um, our friend Claudia is going to join us because Rhiannon and I have never owned American Girl dolls, and Claudia does, and she kind of inspired us for this episode. We so, need an expert. Yes, we have an expert now. Claudia, you can introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Claudia. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I know Courtney and Rhiannon through work. Yeah, we all worked that retail <laughs> job that Rhiannon and I mentioned last time. Claudia and I are I'm still, still there. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Claudia and I are still stuck there. Rhiannon's long gone at this point. Um, but yeah, we've known Claudia for like a few years now, a couple years. No, my sister longer. Yeah, yeah. Rhiannon, I never knew your sister. She never knew your sister. Oh, oh. I knew your sister. She left not long before I started, so there was like maybe a week between the two of us. Before I even met you. Your sister asked me to make sure that you're you're safe and comfortable. I remember about that. Oh my she god, that was, that was so sweet. sweet. <laughs> so, when I, so when I met you, I was like, "Oh, little baby, you Claude. scared me." <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you did your intimidation thing. Oh, yeah. Someone doesn't yeah. introduce themselves to you. You just kind of yeah. I've done. Them. I waited out. So you come to me. I don't go to you. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the questions we decided that we're gonna start asking all of our guests is, "What was your first impression of Rhiannon, and what was your first impression of me?" Okay, my first impression of Rhiannon was scared. Because you also, you, you could tell that you were like the top person there who wasn't obviously management. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever, I don't remember <laughs> meeting you. I'm forgettable. It's Rhiannon's scary and I'm forgettable. Rhiannon's <laughs> scary, top bitch, obviously in charge. And Courtney was also there. I think it's because my sister knew Rhiannon. That's so fair. I already kind of knew of Rhiannon. Like, okay, but I feel like if if your first impression of me was based off of your sister at all, it wouldn't have been that I was scary, because when I worked with your sister, I was really new, and she was, like, mentoring me, almost. Well, I think because you reminded me of Maddie, and Maddie scares me. I was a lot like Maddie. Yeah, you guys are very much the same, and I can see how you would have been similar yeah. at, the, at the job. Yeah. At that retail job that we all worked. (laughs) We are crushing the anonymity. (laughs) Okay, I have another question that we're asking everyone. So once you realized that Rhiannon and I were close, did you ever think we were dating? Oh, that's a good question. Um, no, I don't think I ever did. Okay. I just knew knew you guys were really close Mm -hmm. and that you were both... I, didn't, I guess I didn't know your specific labels at the time, but I knew you weren't 100% like straight. Mm. So I just kind of knew you guys were like best friends, but also queer, but okay. not ever. I don't think I ever thought you guys was romantically involved. Did you ever think that we lived together? Oh, that's a good mm. one. Because we got that I one a think lot. So. I once said, oh, I'm going to go pick Courtney up. And our manager was like, you mean you're going to go home? And I was like, <laughs> 
No, we don't live together. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've always lived so close together yeah. that we might as well. We yeah. like, every time we went to work together, like, yeah. we went together. We would like carpool. We never went separate. I used to hang out at work an extra hour because Rhiannon worked an hour later than me and I yeah. wanted to ride home. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so she should just like sit there and just wait for me. I would do that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of got into this already, but we invited Claudia here because she's our American Girl doll expert. Um, but I also, Claudia, do you want to like share maybe why we're <laughs> thinking about American Girl dolls and what sparked the interest in this episode? Was it the creepy photo my mom yes. sent? Yeah. I think it's still on my phone. I gotta, should pull it up for recollection. But so my, I have a little brother, he's 10 years old and there's a little girl who lives across the street. Her name's Lily. And he, Patty and Lily are really close friends. And I think my mom kind of misses having girls around because she raised three girls until my brother came along like 12 years later. And so we have a lot of dolls and stuff because that's what we grew up playing with. It's not like my mom gendered the toys towards us like that, but we just love that. And she dug out the American Girl dolls for Lily to play with. I don't know if I have the photo anymore. But she just kind of sat them all on the couch lined up with their dead eyes and their little two front teeth, you know, the American girl little teeth, right? And they're just sitting there <laughs> staring ahead and it looks, it looks kind of, it looks pretty freaky. Yeah. I'm like, glad you're admitting it now. They're, uh, American girl dolls are a little weird. My favorite is their eyes closed when you lay them down. What? Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. Like it, a baby doll. Oh, yes. Okay. And <laughs> sometimes they get stuck. So it's just Maddie. Maddie can do the baby doll eyes very well. Her, she could just close one and the other one stays open completely. She's still drawing by Snapchat right now. Will she do it? Probably. I'm doing it. Courtney just did it. That was terrifying. Wait, do it. No! <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> so that is also just kind of freaky. And you know, we have a we have a really old house. It was built in the 1800s. So we have this really creepy basement, and that's where they were all kind of kept. And I'm just picturing the room with the because we have my grandpa made us little wooden cribs for them. I'm just picturing the creepy cribs inside of the stone creepy room, and they're all just like in their beds. Oh my <laughs> like god! Like the quilts. This is more haunting than the picture. <laughs> the picture scared me. Oh, but I love them. Oh god. Okay. Go well, I can't wait to get into this because um, I think we all have very different relationships with American Girl dolls, which we're gonna talk about once we get into that section. Before we take a break, I want to talk about the drinking game we're playing this time. Last time, Rhiannon and I just set a 10-minute timer <laughs> and would take a jello shot, which got annoying for multiple reasons. We were doing it with the Google, so, like, it would just randomly ring really loud. We were shaking the bucket around, so we thought of a better game. We're playing, um, I think it's usually called Drunk Dice or Drunken Dice. I call it Stop, Drop, and Roll because I thought it was funnier. Anyway, you roll two die, and then, um... You have, like, a chart that basically tells you, like, if you get a five and a one, this is what you have to do. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to do one round now and then take a break. And once we come back from the break, I'm going to set a ten-minute timer and we're going to do it like we were doing last time. So Rhiannon is going to go first. She's going to roll first. I'm realizing now that I think I fucked up this chart. Why? Because I don't think, like, the four and the two is the same thing every time. Oh, wait, No. I did it right. I'm a genius. I was going to wonder, like, like how sound? do you choose which ones to do a I dice mean, roll? Raina got two. two and a two. No shot. One shot. One shot. One shot. Okay, give me. I also We're doing our shots out of condiment bowls. Condiment bowls. Yes. Because Courtney doesn't bowls. have enough shot glasses and didn't think to ask me or Claudia, who have fuck tons of shot glasses. I used to have, like, six, and then I broke, like, four when I was moving. 
Oh, I have so many. I have some from like various places my sister's been. My sister also has a, um, an, in oh, Jesus. Well, sorry. Splash it all over me. My sister likes to steal things from restaurants, so I have a um, variety of things. Uh, my dad does that too. I like stealing things from my sisters. This smells awful. I forgot how much I hate this. Okay, do we? Are we gonna do it all at once, or am I just gonna do oh, this? Oh yeah. Um, I think we should do it at once. Yeah, we can do it all at once. Claudia, go ahead and roll. A one and a four. Snap story. Ooh, so Claudia gets to post something on Snapchat. Does it have anything specific? I don't think so. I know when I was setting this game up, I got the inspiration <laughs> from multiple TikToks, and it said you're supposed to do like a snapshot. So you're supposed to take a shot and put it on Snapchat, like take a video oh, of you doing it. we should do that. If you want to, like... if you're okay with it, we can. Otherwise, it was like, you can just put something on your Snapchat. Yeah. Do you want to do a snapshot? I'll show, I'll just snapshot. That sounds like a yeah, morning shot. <laughs> I'll do a shmama. All right. My turn. For a shot. Oh. No shots for I me. I forgot you were taking a shot. Shot, please. I am dreading taking a shot out of this. I feel like it's going to be weird. It's going to be hard. Yeah. It's not going to yeah, go it's down It's going to be, easy. like, all over my boobs, just, like... It feels like there's a lot more in here than there would be in the shot glass. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. A six and a one. Roll one again. One shot. Oh, roll again? I can't read. <laughs> I made this and I don't know how to play it. One and a four. Snapshot. We're all doing shots. Damn and you it. guys have to put yours on your story. Oh, I already did it. Oh. <laughs> We're in the same time! What happened to the same time? What was that discussed? Literally right... Be I didn't do mine. Because I said, are we going to wait or are we going to do it all at once? So, we're going to take a quick break, do some shots, and then we will be right back to start talking about American Girl Dolls. So our main topic and our only topic today is American Girl Dolls. So to kind of start out the conversation a little bit, I want um, people who are listening to know where the three of us are coming from with our relationship to American Girl Dolls. We've already talked about it a little bit, but I just want to make it like very clear. So um, we'll start with Claudia. What is your relationship to American Girl Dolls? Well, I had American Girl Dolls all while growing up. Well, I only had one myself, but my sister's each had their own and even my grandma had one don't know when that ever happened i just remember her always having samantha and my cousin once cut her hair big that was a big issue um so yeah i just i've always had the dolls uh we had some of the books because there's books there's movies there's dolls it's a whole thing which we'll probably i'm assuming we'll get into oh yes but i mean i don't know a whole lot of the history though i know they came out in 1991 but other than, like, owning one myself and having a personal relationship with it, I don't know a whole lot about all of the dolls because we only had a few of them, and I mainly knew about the one I owned. So. All right. Rhiannon, what is your relationship to American Girl Dolls? The exact opposite of Claudia's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I grew up in a really poor area, and no, like, American Girl Dolls were known as, like, a rich people toy. Um, and like nobody, I don't know a single person that I grew up with that had them. So to me, American Girl Dolls were always out of reach. It was something that we couldn't have that nobody I knew could have. Um, I remember at one point an American Girl Doll catalog, maybe, 
was like mailed to my 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 biological father's house and he gave it to me and was like you can look through this but like it was very clear that like i'm just looking like i can't buy anything out of this because mm -hmm. i can't afford anything out of this we can't afford it um so i never knew i knew i would like see on like facebook as a teenager like oh the most the new american girl doll is out and she rides horses or like whatever american <laughs> girl, girl dolls did like each one had its own story or some shit i don't know but like i i didn't have a relationship with it outside of this is something that we don't do because mm -hmm. it's expensive and this is something that nobody i know does because it's expensive and none of us can afford it mm -hmm. that's it so for me like the truly where i am i'm a halfway point um, I did not have American Girl dolls. We were also, like, way too broke for those. I had, like, Barbies, but I didn't have American Girl dolls. Um, but I was friends with this girl. I'm gonna call her Rebecca. That's not her name, but I'm gonna choose that name. Um, I was friends with Rebecca, Becky. She was very into American Girl dolls. Like, had an American Girl doll that had the same name as her because she was conveniently named the same as American Girl doll all the toys like she had like the american girl doll houses and you know they're so big that you have to buy the american girl doll houses i think she had like a, a horse all of her dolls had multiple outfits she had like a section in her room her room was huge she had a whole section in her room that was basically a closet space but it was all american girl dolls and she was very protective over them took very good care of them um I'll share a little bit more about like her and what I learned about American Girl Dolls through her later because I have some specific examples that are relevant to what we're talking about but yeah I never had American Girl Dolls but I knew quite a bit about them because I was really good friends with this girl who was very into them. I think this led me to think of another question that I thought would be good. When you were a kid what was your relationship with dolls in general? Like Claudia uh, you had American Girl Dolls so you played with dolls right? Rhiannon you didn't have American Girl Dolls. Were you still like a dolls kid? somewhat um i had barbies um off-brand barbies mostly but dolls like that um and i had like a really really old dollhouse that like my oldest sister like it was hers um and it was like it was like a small one built for like a specific brand of dolls so it was like too small for like Barbies. So like you couldn't fit your Barbies in it, but it was like all I had. So we made it work. Mm -hmm. um, so I would play with them sometimes if um, my sister wanted to. She was, my sister was three years older than I am. Not my oldest sister. My other sister was three years older than I am. So like she outgrew them before I did. And then I kind of just like outgrew them when she did because I like needed her to play with them so I didn't want to do it by myself um I think I would say I was in like fourth or fifth grade and we decided that we were done with them entirely we were done with dolls so we just took a pair of scissors and like close shaved every single doll that I had <laughs> they had no hair left um they were all gone and then I was like that's it I'm done now we're done playing with them um and I was. We were done with it. We threw them all out. Um, my mom was not very happy with us for destroying our toys, but they were my toys, and goddammit, I wanted them to be bald. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we played with them in, like, a, like, once a month, we'd be like, oh my gosh, let's play Barbies. We called them all Barbies, even though they weren't Barbies. 
but like we would if we had like a giant whiteboard and because our dolls wouldn't fit into the house that we had for them we would like draw house layouts on whiteboard and like make furniture out of clay and then like play barbies on a whiteboard that had like a drawn house layout on it um until i decided i was done and cut all their hair off but that's 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 what dolls were for me it was never like a i really love dolls and i want to play with them it was like a i'm really bored right now what do you want to do i don't know what do you want to do maybe let's play with our barbies cool and then we'd do that for like three hours and then we'd get really mad at each other and then stop and then try again in a month I feel like Britney Spears influenced your doll behavior. <laughs> That's possible. It might have been around that time. I think it was. Like 2006-ish. 2007 would have been like was nine. the Britney meltdown. You would have been 10? 9 going out to 10? I would have been 9 or 10, yeah, maybe. I should ask my sister. Are you allowed to have your phone on planes? My sister's on a plane right now. You can. It depends on like what altitude you're at if they'll let you use them. Oh. I'll snatch up my sister and ask her when she or if she remembers when we cut the dolls off because she is three years older than I am, so she might be have more specific memories of how old we were. That, but yeah, that's that's my experience. For me, I love dolls. My sister and I had like a a bin that we just had full of like Barbies and brats. I think similar to Brianna, a lot of them were like off brand, but like you just called them Barbies. It's kind of like you don't call. You don't call it facial tissue, you call everything, like, Kleenex, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, I love dolls. I, I, like, I just really liked, like, dressing up and shit when I was a kid. So, dolls were super fun, because it was, like, I can put you in clothes that I can't wear yet. So, I just, I fucking adored them. My sister liked them as well. She's more to Dora, though, so we didn't really buy it much. Um, but I fucking love dolls. I can't remember when I stopped playing with dolls, but I think it was very similar. It was one day I was just, like... Nope. Done. I'm done with it. Done with the dolls. Got thrown into this, like, we, when we moved into a house when I was, like, six, um, in the basement it just came with these giant storage units. They were, like, these old-ass wood ones. And I just remember, like, putting the tote into the unit, unit and, like, shoving it in there and closing the door and being, like... It's almost like an angry thing. Yeah. You're like, I'm too fucking old for this. Right. I'm over Fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck these dolls. I'm not a baby. It's all those hormones. Yeah. It's all those hormones. Um, I have another question about dolls. Are they creepy? Yes. Um, (laughs) I don't, I think there is, I mean, I, American Girl dolls can be kind of creepy if they're in the right, like, setup. If they're kind of old, they're creepy. Yeah, I think the dolls I find creepy are the ones, of course, you see in, like, Annabelle and those creepy doll movies where they're made to look creepy. I don't inherently find dolls creepy. I find dolls that are the size of small children and babies creepy. Oh, I hate those. So so American Girl dolls, I just automatically find them creepy. And that's what I was going to ask, because when you were talking about dolls, I was going to ask, did you ever have, like, a baby doll that you could actually hold as if it were a real baby? I had, like, baby dolls. I don't know if they were big enough to be babies, but, like... Definitely had a baby doll somewhere I my sister liked. I don't think that liked. baby dolls are creepy. I don't either. I think that dolls that are, like, supposed to be small children, or children, like, American Girl dolls are very clearly supposed to be little girls, I think, I find them creepy. I find, my oldest sister used to collect, like, porcelain dolls, but, yes, like, she, that's kept, she kept them, like, in boxes and, like, never opened them. Okay. So, cool. like, I find I those chills. creepy. 
Um, but I don't, I never found, like, like, Barbies or, like, mm-hmm. I don't, the, the toys that I had, I never found creepy. Yeah. But I always considered American Girl dolls and, like, like Claudia said, the Amer- the the Annabelle dolls and, like, dolls that are meant to be creepy. Obviously, I found yeah. those creepy, too, but, like, Annabelle dolls are half a step away from American Girl dolls. If you put an Annabelle doll in modern clothing, it's an American Girl Their doll. Their faces are, that is, I, oh my God. I would dispute okay. that. I am going to disagree with you, but have you heard, or have you seen on TikTok the, the trend about American Girl doll tea? Yes. Yeah. You have them. I, I do. I find myself creepy. Wait, do I have a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your that's your deduction. <laughs> I am creepy and I have American Girl doll teeth, therefore American Girl dolls are no, creepy. No, it's different. American Girl dolls are creepy and I have American Girl doll teeth, oh, therefore I am creepy. So TikTok made you feel like you're creepy? Yeah, TikTok. Do I have American Girl doll teeth? How do you find out? It's resting. If you just like close your, like, you leave, yeah, you have American Girl doll teeth. If you just like, I think have, everyone does yeah. though. Like, you I have to have really small. <laughs> Claudia! I just look over and Claudia's like holding her phone like slightly away from her body and she just has a picture of Annabelle pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> she's ready, she's bringing her receipts. Um, I find American Girl dolls creepy. They're. Oh, here's what it is dolls that their eyes move. Yeah, their eyes do move. Don't. <laughs> Courtney just doll winked at me. That was too much. Um, it, when 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 eyes move, I find it creepy. Um, dolls that have like sound boxes in them, <gasps> yeah, creepy. Because they always go off when you don't expect them. Yes. Yeah. I hate you. Actually, I think <laughs> I'm going home right now. No, you're not. We're finishing this. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, that's that's my that's my creepy assessment. Claudia, yeah. I find creepy. Well, everyone, find, everyone thinks that. So, in terms, my opinion, I do think I think I'm in the same boat as Rhiannon. Some dolls are creepy, some dolls aren't. Like Barbies don't freak me out. Small dolls don't freak me out. But like American Girl dolls are a little bit creepy. They're not like creepy, creepy to me. They're only creepy when they're old. Um, porcelain dolls scare the shit out of me. My Sorry, Grandma, if you're listening. My grandmother gave my sister and I porcelain dolls once when we were kids, and I accidentally dropped it in my parents' room on the hardwood floors and broke the face because it freaked me out so fucking much. I kept trying to hide it in my closet, and my mom kept, like, taking it out and putting it on my dresser. And I was like, could you not do that, please? It's obviously in there for a reason. They were creepy as hell. And not only were they porcelain dolls, they had the doll eyes that opened and closed. So it was just, like... It was too much. It was way too much for me. My sister and I both agreed they were terrifying. I don't think she ever went as far as breaking her. She just learned to hide it better, and I was like, fuck this. We gotta put a permanent end to this shit. My dad almost offered to glue it back together, and I was like, no, please don't. Okay, I'm so far removed in my life from American Girl dolls that I honestly forgot what they looked like. So oh, I just, that's okay. I have a couple we're gonna look at. I just pulled up a picture of American doll, American Girl doll Julie. One... The girl that they based Julie off of, definitely a lesbian. Probably not out yet because she's a child. But at some point in the future, I'm getting JoJo Siwa vibes. Ooh, yeah. Like super femless? No. Hmm? Vibes. Not the same. She's playing basketball and wearing like a peace sign shirt with like a lot of like bright colors. 
So, like, I don't even think I would, like, I don't even know if I would describe Jojo Siwa as super femme. Because Jojo Siwa, like, wears a lot of, like, bright colors and, like, dresses and stuff. But, like, actual outfits are not femme. Well, yeah, Jojo Siwa gives off a certain tomboy energy. We should definitely do a Jojo Siwa episode. I would be down for that. I love Jojo Siwa. And I have been saying for years that Jojo Siwa is not straight. I never thought she was. I will stand by that. I had a very serious conversation with one of my friends about it once because I was like, I don't know, I think Jojo Siwa's gay. And she was like, no, I don't think so. Or like, really? I don't remember exactly how it went down, but like, basically she disagreed with me. And, with me. and Becca, I know you're listening and this is you. You disagreed with me and <laughs> it was wrong. Name um, drop. I'll drop your name all day. Um, so this American Girl doll that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, what's, Julia. Your, what's your assessment? Fucking terrifying why her eyebrows are the same size as her eyes like width wise that's not a thing uh, look at her eyebrows and her eyes my eyebrows oh. are bigger thank god yeah i just sized up my eyebrows and my eyes and compared them no they're they're i and the eyes the pupils are like the the colored part of the eye mm-hmm. iris sure in the people together, like, make up most of the eye. There's very little white of the eye left. Well, would you want them to look scarily realistic? Because I think then you'd you'd find issue with that, that it looked a little (laughs) too human-like. You know what? Maybe my issue is just with rich people. And there's the classism bomb I was waiting to drop later. Maybe I hate American Girl dolls because they were so out of reach the whole time as a child. And they were- I I just saw them as this- this- this thing- that maybe if we had money, I could I could have. That is understandable. Hello. Spoilers. To what? This is what I do. I had a section about that. This is what I do. We're going to talk about it. We, I did this last week. Last yeah, she week. predicted my whole fucking segment about TikTok last week. Last week she showed me a TikTok and I said, this is what I think happened. And then over the next, like, 20 minutes of us talking about it, basically it was confirmed that everything I said in the first 30 seconds was correct. Yeah, she kind of ruined my segment. That's okay, she's just so smart. Anyway, so my last question was just about how knowledgeable of American Girl Dolls you would say you are. I think we already answered it. Claudia's, like, pretty knowledgeable. You even dropped, like, a date at one point, and I was like, damn, bitch, okay. That's only because I was just looking, I was looking something up. I was looking up the original American Girl Dolls, and that's, that's when they said the first ones were released. That's the only reason it's because I saw it. Spoiler alert. They were wrong. Um, but that's okay. We're going to jump into that next. Oh. Rhiannon has, like, fairly little knowledge of American Girl dolls. And I have, like, secondhand knowledge of American Girl dolls from some bitch who was obsessed. Anyway, um, while we were talking about that last question, our timer went off. So I think we're going to all roll again. We're going to do a quick break if we need to do shots. And then we're going to come back and jump into the history of American Girl dolls a little bit. She was done up in leather. And we're back. Um, I realized that we forgot to do the rolling on on tape. But just a quick update. Rhiannon got one shot. Claudia and I got no shots. So we're good. We're feeling good. And I'm struggling. Yeah. Rhiannon, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to out you right now. She's not actually taking the shots. We're letting her add them to her cup because she can't do shots. But that's okay. She's struggling. I can see it. <laughs> oh. 
looks like it hurts. You look like you're in pain. I probably do. I just chug it, not in the straw, just I like can't. down the hatch. No, I can't. I'm, I'm going to add more mayo. Okay. All right. Let's get into the history of American Girl Dolls. So American Girl Dolls was founded in 1986 by Pleasant Rowland. Quite a name. Um, who was a former teacher and writer. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like 1986 feels late. I thought American Girl Dolls were, like, something that happened in the 50s when we were thinking of, like, America, nuclear families, the good days, and then it just kind of lasted. I guess I always thought it was the 70s, because I knew it wasn't as early as the 60s and 50s. Mm. I didn't think it was as late as the mid-80s. I didn't have a thought about American Girl Dolls. (laughs) We love it. So, initially, for the first few years at least... Production of American Girl Dolls took place in Middleton, Wisconsin. I never knew that. Really? Yeah. I don't know if Pleasant Roland is from Wisconsin. I should have looked that up. But, like, they're produced, like, right here. Wow. Um, So, Rihanna kind of mentioned this earlier. American Girl Dolls started as a catalog doll. So, you had to have this catalog, this book sent to your house that was, like, this giant-ass book that had, like, all the products in it. And then you would, like, order it, send in a mail order, and they would send it to you. Um, so it's very exclusive. It's been very exclusive from the beginning. Even now, you can't just, like, go into a Walmart or a Target and buy an American Girl doll. Um, Why did they stop, do you know, selling, doing catalogs? Um, I don't know when they stopped doing catalogs. I don't even know if they have stopped doing catalogs. Or, like, okay. I mean, like, it's all online now. Yeah. So I'm not sure when that switch happened. Okay. They also have American Girl doll stores, Mm -hmm. which are a big thing. That's in the next section about the culture. You're gonna, you, you're gonna love it, Rhiannon. You're not, but you are. They're wild. Okay. So. Where? There's, I'll tell you, I have, I have stats, I just don't know where they are right now. Um, so it's a catalog doll, very exclusive. You couldn't just get them at, like, a store. You had to get them directly from American Girl Doll. So the first line of American Girl Dolls, um, was a doll, a line of dolls based on historical characters. Um, they still release dolls like this every once in a while. I think Julia, the one you mentioned earlier, I think she's a historical character. Or she's a girl of the year or something. I think she might be a girl of the year. So She doesn't look like a historical character. Well, it depends. They're not actually real people. They're okay. not historical figures. They're historical characters. Okay. Basically, they would just be like, here's a year. Let's make a girl and make her whole thing based off the fact that she lived in this year. Um, so, like, the, I think the most popular historical figure American Girl doll is Kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she had that movie at one point. That was, like, an actual movie. I, like, I watched it, and I didn't know shit about American Girl dolls. So, Kit's okay. whole thing... Julia's 1976. Okay, so she's, she's probably a historical figure. yeah. Yeah, she's a historical figure, then. So, Kit is probably the most popular historical figure, just because, like, Kit's, like, a big pop culture icon, I guess you could say. Um, and her year is 1934, so her whole thing is, like, her wardrobe looks like she's from the 30s. Her book is, like, talking about living as a girl in the 30s. So that was their historical figure line. Um, then in 1995, so, like, nine years later, they were just rocking with the historical dolls for a while. Um, they introduced their baby doll line, Bitty Babies, and the Truly Me dolls. The whole thing about the Truly Me dolls is it's supposed to be about, like, self-discovery and allowing girls to try on looks and personalities vicariously through their dolls. One thing I did find on the American Girl web- doll website, in the Truly Me line, they have boy dolls. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know how long that's been a thing. 
it's been for since I was a kid. I remember we'd get the catalogs also, like they just came in the mail and there were boys for quite some time. Oh. Since I was a little girl, yeah. Nice. See, I couldn't, I didn't look into it much, I guess. That's my fault. But I was like, damn, I wonder how long the boy dolls have been around. But there are boy dolls you can buy. It's very cute. So the way the Truly Me dolls work is, um, basically they have like a very diverse line of dolls with different combinations of like skin tones and hair colors. That way kids could pick a doll that looked most like them and then they could name it whatever they wanted. They didn't come with names like the historical figures. I thought these were so interesting. The one thing that this made me think, so the girl I was friends with, Rebecca, she had an American Girl doll that had the same name as her. So I assumed that everybody was able to order a custom American Girl doll that looked like them from the get-go, which is not the case. But that was something that I learned. I thought American Girl dolls were all custom and every like person who got them got an American Girl doll that looked like them and had their name, which was not true. Didn't start happening until 1995. Um, and then in 2018, that's when they come up with the Create Your Owns. So that's when you can like fully personalize them. It's kind of like taking the Truly Me doll line and customizing it. You can do like the hair, the skin tone. You can even set up like the personality and shit. You get like a little card with it or some shit. The difference is obviously the custom dolls don't come with a book, but the Truly Me's all come with a Truly Me book. Um, so yeah, I felt like 2018 was a little late for the Create Your Own Dolls. Not in like a too little too late kind of way, but like... Why didn't they think of that sooner? Right. Especially for being a company where you're not distributing it through other companies. Yeah. It's directly through you. It's not like you have to stock it in right. the Walmart store. Right. I was like, how is this? How are they not doing this until now? And I mean, I guess they had the Truly Me dolls, so like that might have just been enough for a while. But I just, I don't understand why they didn't do the Create Your Owns. And I thought it was weird because the whole thing about the company, which I'll explain in a little bit too... The whole thing about American Girl Doll is, like, girl power and empowerment and, like, finding yourself. But they were also, like, fuck y'all. You don't get your own custom dolls until 2018. Anyway, the other the other line of American Girl Dolls I want to mention are the Girl of the Year dolls. Um, Rhiannon, you know a little bit about this because that article you sent me is about a Girl of the Year doll, about Kira. So they start in 2001. Every year they release a new doll and the doll has some sort of, like, issue that it cares about. <laughs> issue sorry i, I did air quotes like, okay, to explain <laughs> i did air quotes with it it feels weird to say a doll a fictional thing cares about a thing so it feels weird to me anyway um there's always this so they archive dolls every once in a while mm-hmm. basically they're like we're done producing this doll after which point people put them on ebay and make a fuck ton of money off of them so the only website the only dolls they have on the website that are available as girl of the year dolls are dolls from the last four years so like next year they're going to retire the 2018 doll um so i was looking through some of those today and they all come with little stories that you can read you can't read the whole book but they'll give you like a blurb um they all seem to have a focus on confidence there's always something about confidence and like standing up for what's right in there obviously um it's their way of addressing diversity in their lines too which I was like, why don't you just put diversity in the lines instead of once a year? Anyway, um, but the whole theme of it is like each one has something, something to do with like shattering the glass ceiling. You know, it's like, oh, this American Girl doll is a doctor. Women aren't usually encouraged to be doctors. You too can be a doctor. Mm. This year's doll is Kira, like I mentioned. Um, her focus is in the environment and conservatism. 
They have a retail worker American Girl doll? No, but they should. Because that would make me feel empowered. They had some fucking scuba diver bitch. Why not? Why not a fast food employee? Get through those trying times. I'd kill for a social worker American Girl doll. They should have a social worker American Girl doll. I wouldn't pay any money for it, but I would kill for it. But I'd read about it. I'd read about it, and I'd be like, that's kind of neat, and then I'd not do anything with that I'd probably, like, share it on Facebook, and that's it. Oh, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) That doesn't fit my brand. (laughs) I have a very specific Facebook feed. (laughs) My Facebook brand is my mom posts pictures of boxers. Dogs. Dogs are dogs. Dogs are dogs. On my profile. Mm -hmm. And my grandma comments on things, and that's my brand. I haven't posted on Facebook in a very long time. Yeah, I don't either. I just update my profile picture every once in a while so people know I'm still alive. So an article... Sharing it? That's too far. Sharing, sharing, no. Unless it's about social justice, which, like, an American Girl doll about social work isn't really social justice. I'm glad you brought that up. Miss Kira has a little bit of social justice in her. A sprinkle of social justice, some may say. It it truly is a sprinkle. So Rhiannon sent me this article a few days ago that said something about this American Girl doll... Something about, like, gay people. It's about gay rights or some shit. It's not. Um, she has two gay aunts. It's, like, a sideshow okay. thing. She basically, I think her, if I remember correctly, her story is she goes to spend the summer with her aunts. And then you find out about how she cares about the environment shit. So, like, I want to make it very clear. Yeah. That I sent this article to Courtney. So, the, first off. The the cap like the the title of the article is American Girl introduces their first doll with an LGBTQ plus backstory. I read that. Knew that this was what we were going to discuss next. Yep. Knew that Courtney prefers if I come in with no prior knowledge, yep. so I don't ruin things. Sent her the article without reading it. So I did not know that she wasn't actually queer. I thought the American Girl doll yeah. herself was queer, and I was excited about it, and now I'm disappointed. No, me too. Um, when I was doing the research for this earlier today, I was like, I saw the Girl of the Year thing, and I was like, oh, Kira, that's like that's the doll Rihanna sent me an article about. I was like, bet, like a queer American Girl doll. And I got so excited, and then I was reading her little blurb, and it turns out she's literally, she just has two gay aunts. Her aunts are just two women who are married to each other. And it's like... Not even a, a subplot. Oh my god. We're trying Rhiannon's drink and apparently it's disgust. Oh god. Don't get drink on my carpet. That's bad. Do you want to try it too? No. It's like half sugar, I'm half good. vodka. Jesus. Both in the worst ways. That's disgusting. Um. So yeah, the, the whole like, this character has an LGBTQ plus backstory. No. Weak. No. Weak. She doesn't. She's not LGBTQ plus as far as I can tell. And she just has two gay aunts. So it's like, there are gay characters in this story. There are minor characters. It's like Disney saying, like, we have gay characters in this episode of Good Luck Charlie. Yes, the gay neighbors. But it's like, it like their, one their, episode. Neighbors, their neighbors showed up at the front door and Melissa was like, this is my wife. And then they walked away. Such queer baiting. Yeah. And yes. that's like, Hate it. representation, am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. It's 2021 at this point. American Girl is a very... A, in the history, been quite progressive. It was a big thing to come out with. Mm-hmm. These dolls were, you know, the focus was girls and them breaking through things, breaking the glass ceiling, stuff like yes. that. I just think at this point, my God, it's 2021, introduce some gay characters, introduce other things. It's, mm-hmm. You know, I think we've done enough with 
you know, um, a strong, independent girl who goes on to, you know, do something that usually can't do. I think, like, okay, we have enough of those stories. Mm -hmm. Let's start introducing trans, gay, you know, those kind of things. Because they've always been super progressive. And I feel like they're just, like, at a dead point now where they don't want to go any farther. Because it could be too controversial. And I don't like that. Right. Like, the shitty thing about American Girl Dolls is they're still a business. And... They're not, like I said earlier, they're, you have to buy American Girl dolls from them. So, like, they almost have to rely on this, like, fan club culture that we're going to talk about next. That, like, people who get into American Girl dolls get really, really into them. Uh-huh. And if they're, like, faithful, they're going to lose a lot of, like, if, I think they have this concern that if they come up with a queer or a trans or non-binary American Girl doll, like, character, whatever you want to call it, they're going to lose some of their most faithful customers. And they can't do that because they're a business. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Like, they are, they do have some very progressive takes. Their whole thing is, like, centering diversity in the girl of the year dolls. But, like, they're all still girls. They're all still straight girls. Uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. That's not really where we are now. How much do American Girl dolls cost? That's in my next section. Okay. You're, you're not going to like it. Okay. Because I know that, like, in my head they're expensive because I know that, like, I couldn't afford them as a kid. But I also knew that, like, I grew up in, like, a certain level of poverty. So, like, I'm not sure if they're, like, actually expensive or if I'm just, like, conflating what I could and couldn't afford as a child. Yeah. I'll get into it later, but I think it's a combination of being expensive and still considering that this is a toy. Yeah. It's a toy for a kid that they're going to stop using eventually. And they're creepy. I, I'm excited to hear how much they cost because, like, I consider the fact that, like, I got a Wii, like, all of my siblings and I got a Wii for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. Like, split amongst us was yeah. this present. Um, and I'm like, that's an expensive thing. But, like, it's a, like... It's a doll. It's a toy that you can do a lot with. You can do a lot with a Wii. You can't do a lot with a doll. Right. So, like, I'm trying to figure out... Oh, never mind. Yeah. We can talk about it when we talk about price, but... Yeah. There's... The pricing is interesting, which, like I said, we'll get into it, but there's a lot of, like, factors, I guess. Okay. So the only thing I'm going to mention about the history is that Mattel purchased American Girl Dolls in 1998, which I thought was interesting because they're still sticking to the, like, exclusivity of American Girl Dolls, even though Mattel, you can buy Mattel toys literally anywhere. Trixie Mattel? Yes. <laughs> Trixie Mattel owns American Girl Dolls. You heard it here first. I would actually buy American Girl dolls. Oh, one hundred percent. If they had Trixie makeup, oh, boom, God. a Katya doll. Trixie needs to come up with a line of drag queens as dolls. Mm-hmm. I would buy them. Eighteen inch, like, or American dolls. Like yes. Inches. American drag girl dolls. Yes, I love it. Okay. Trixie, so, if you're listening. <laughs> um, question for Claudia. We talked about all the different types of dolls. Which dolls did you have? So, we mostly had historical dolls. I had Felicity. Maddie had Kit. Is Felicity the one that rode horses? Yes. Felicity was <laughs> the be. colonial yeah. America. It sounds like a horse girl name. I've yes. never met a Felicity. That's not a horse. I've never met a Felicity. Felicity. <laughs> I've never but met if her. I did, she would be a horse She girl. would be a horse girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had Felicity, which is one of the three original. Um, Maddie had Kit. She's one of the original, but not one of the first. Maddie also apparently had a truly me. Never knew that until a few days ago. Did you not have one? No. 
Oh, I didn't want you, one. You, uh, I, I was like, are you jealous about that? Is that something no. that like affected yeah, you? Felt no. like, felt I was very much hurt. partial towards the original American Girl doll. I feel like we should have Maddie on this show. No. <laughs> Fuck Maddie me. didn't even remember. We were having the American Girl doll conversation. Maddie didn't remember which one she owned. Maddie. I know, like Maddie, I know which one you owned. Anyway, I had Felicity. Maddie had a uh, Truly Me. Maddie had Kit. Hannah had Kirsten, which is also one of the three original. Mm-hmm. And we had four of those. I also had Biddy, uh, Biddy Baby, and Maddie had a Biddy Baby, but they didn't look alike. Mm. Maddie's was blonde. I was brunette, even though I'm a blonde, and Maddie's brunette. Make it make sense, Mom and Dad. Some cute sister swap shit. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> also, her name was better. Maddie had Biddy, uh, Baby Britta. Mine was named Biddy Bell. Ew. And my cousin Annabelle had the same exact Biddy Baby as me. What a bitch. I'd have And her name was Annabelle. And she had Biddy Bell. And I had Biddy Bell. No offense, but I think your cousin deserved Biddy Bell more. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think I deserved. Should have gotten Biddy Claude, Biddy Dia. Biddy Bitch. Well, yeah. you said it. Fits my brand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, before we do another break, we're going to do some knowledge check. Claudia, of all the things I mentioned, what did you already know? Oh, um, I knew about the Trillinis, I knew about the original lines, the retiring. I didn't know that they came out with a line in 2018 that you could completely customize. I always still thought it was still the Truly Me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, I'm not gonna lie, though. I am, I'm surprised they haven't done the completely customizable sooner, but I'm also surprised that they even did it, because those Truly Me's were pretty damn expansive. Like, there were a lot and I guess probably I would see the customization to being with people with disabilities with very specific things. I would understand that. But like for just like a normal, I guess not, normal's not the term, but someone who I don't have any physical um, appearance changes that for a lot of people. So like I could have easily found a dog that looked like me, so I'm a little surprised that they did it. I mean, obviously props to them. I just never knew that they did it. Maybe I'm just out of I'm out of touch with the American Girl Doll world now that I'm a grown adult. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even remember hearing about that. But for the most part, I know everything except for that one. I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn smart, you guys. Rhiannon hates me. <laughs> she hates that drink, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about the custom line. Mostly, like, I think it's necessary I think the reason that I thought there was a custom line wasn't even just because this girl, Rebecca, had a doll with the same name as her. It's because I knew how fucking expensive the dolls were and all of the shit that she had. And I was like, in my brain, I was like, there's no way this isn't a custom doll. How would you pay that much money for a doll and not have it look exactly like you? So, like, that's why the custom line blows my mind. Like, how are people just paying that much money out of pocket? I think I'm having a similar thought. Um, I very, very vaguely remember at some point in my life having like looking at a set of dolls american girl dolls specifically and like like picking out which one looked the most like me Mm -hmm. and being like this is the one that i would want yep and i don't remember obviously it wasn't the like fully customizable ones because like i was like uh, 20 and 2018 like that's not what i was doing with my Mm -hmm. time um but when did you say when the truly me ones were 2001, right? Those are 91. 
Okay. So I would bet that the the catalog that was given to me at some point in my life mm-hmm. had a truly me page or two or something. It would have to have. And I went through that and picked the one that looked the most like me. And I was like, this is the one that I would pick. And then I saw the price and I was like, absolutely not. And then I never mentioned it out loud to anybody ever until today. Um, so I think in my head, I assumed that it was customizable because I could find a doll that looked like me on that page. Right. But I think that if I couldn't find a doll that looked like me on that page, I would have thought differently about it. But hearing you say that they weren't fully customizable until 2018 is shocking to me because mm-hmm. I assumed that they already were. No, because I remember looking at the page and being like, I would get this doll that looks like me. But it's, it, that's not, it wasn't, a, like, it looked like me just out of coincidence because I just have dark hair and brown eyes and that's, like, a pretty basic combination yeah. of features. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm, that, that was my next question, kind of, of, like, what did you learn? Claudia answered that a little bit, too, with, like, things that you already knew. Um, any other thoughts you want to share about what you learned about American Girl Dolls so far before we take a break? No? I don't it's think... professor at the end of class. Any final thoughts or comments? Questions? <laughs> I'm like, oh. Well, Sorry. Professor, <laughs> professor quarantine. I'm um, trying to live out the fact that I didn't get into grad school, okay? <laughs> I don't think that I have any additional thoughts. I think that I I knew what I knew, and what I've learned is just adding to what I knew. I think we're going to get into the really good section after this. <laughs> Ew, you what totally spit off me. Ew. Y'all are gross. Still make up older. <laughs> Sorry, I try not to spit up my drink. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna get into the really like actual fun section about this, which is like talking about how American Girl dolls are wild and the people who have American Girl dolls are kinda wild. Sorry, Claudia. Um we're probably gonna flame you a few times. As if you already haven't. It's gonna get rough. Anyways, um, I said that before we did the break, we would do another another dice roll. So let's do a dice roll, take a break, and then we will come back. We'll even remember to stay recording while we do the dice roll this time. I better get no shot, because I don't think I have it in me. <laughs> I'm already drunk. You have to make a new drink, so you could just add a little more vodka. Alright, Rhiannon's gonna roll first. I got a six and a five, so no shot. Claudia, you looked out that time. Mm-hmm. Six and a six, one shot. Oh, one shot. <laughs> you, you gonna do vodka again? Yeah. Okay, I'll pour it while we're on the break. Two, two and a two. Shot. One shot? Shut, shut, shut. All right, oh. Claudia and I are taking shots. Rhiannon gets to relax for once in her life. I'm gonna make a new drink. But. Yeah, we're all we're probably all gonna make up new drinks, and we will be back in a second. Okay, we took a lot longer break than we intended on taking, um, but now we're gonna get into the bulk of our episode here about American Girl doll culture so one thing i wanted to point out kind of reiterating is that if you look on the american girl doll website about like their mission and about us 
it's obviously about girl power. Like, it's the epitome of girl power. Here's a quote I pulled from the website. Our timeless stories and memorable characters instill important values like honesty, courage, kindness, and compassion. So it's kind of similar to Barbie, where she's trying to, like, I don't know, teach us things about ourselves and teach us, like, good skills for our lives. But more expensive. It's Barbie, but more expensive. Oversimplification, but sure. Claudia, you were, like, disagreeing heavily with that statement. Why? Nope. Yes. Just... What? Slightly burped, and I was trying to hold in the laugh, like I felt like um, I was in class again when I was like. Yeah, <laughs> I should mention um, when I say we took a long break, we took a long break, and <laughs> we are significantly <laughs> drunker now. <laughs> okay, um, what do we what do we think about this girl culture mess? Girl bosses. It oh, it, ah! it it feels it feels very much mm. like white women empowerment. Yes. Liberal feminism. Liberal feminism. In that, like, yeah, women can be doctors, too. Yes. And then the women that they show being a doctor is, like, skinny, white, blonde, and, like, um, (laughs) like, so you think I'm skinny? (laughs) (laughs) Just very, like, like, not actually, like, the only, like, thing that's quote-unquote different about her is that she's a woman right compared to like most other doctors right so it feels very like that like let's can let's let's show girls that they can do this but let's show white rich girls who can afford these dolls that they can do this this feels like cheryl sandberg do you all know who that is no no she's like the epitome of a liberal feminist she wrote this book um i gotta look her up quick i want to quote her correctly so she works for Facebook, and she wrote this book. Um, oh, it's this idea, this idea of leaning in. And basically it was like, if you want the promotions at work, it's not because you're a woman per se. It's because you're a woman who doesn't know what she wants and you're not asking for it. So you need to lean in and tell your boss that you deserve that promotion. So it's this very, like, like I said, liberal feminist idea of like, we don't need privileged. to change the system. We just need to learn how to make the system work for us. Yeah. Mm. And it's mostly, like, Lean In led to these huge, like, Facebook groups. And these Facebook groups are mostly, like, middle-class white women who already have, like, office-setting jobs and just want to move up in their office setting. Yeah. It's not for, like, women of color. Or women working in, like, honestly, lower-paying jobs, so to say. Or, like, what they call less skilled jobs, which is not true at all, but that's what they call them. So, like, women who are working in maintenance, housekeeping, um, the non-skilled labor, so to say. Like, it's not for them. It's for these white women who probably already have some sort of education because they had access to it. So that's kind of the vibe I get from American Girl Dolls. Very, very big, like, girl power. We're gonna make girl bosses. Okay, so let's get into the fun part that we were already talking about before, American Girl Doll Stores. What are they called, Claudia? Oh, well, I don't know what they're called, but there's a location in Chicago that I visited called the American Girl Place. And That's I, I once went to the Mall of America as a high school trip, and I saw one from the outside. Beautiful. And was like, must be nice to have been rich as a kid. <laughs> So, my friend Rebecca, I almost said her real name on accident because I'm pretty drunk. 
Um, my friend Rebecca went to the American Girl doll store. It was like an annual trip. Do you know which one? I wish. The one in Chicago. Okay. They always went to Chicago because that's where her dad worked. Mm-hmm. As far as I remember, her dad had a job in Chicago and like lived there and then came home every other weekend. Um, sorry if you're listening to this, Rebecca, but the reason you had American Girl dolls is because you didn't have a dad. Anyway, American Girl doll stores, American Girl places, they're wild. They are not just shops. The way I see them, I would compare them to Build-A-Bear. So, but, like, worse. Yes, When worse. I saw one, they had, like, full-on hairstylists yes. there so, working on these girls' dolls. Right, so that's one of the things I was going to mention. So, it's similar to Build-A-Bear in that, like, you're not just getting the doll, you're not just getting the bear. It's a whole experience. Um, build a bear, you know, you stuff the bear, you can put like sound things in it, you pick the outfit out, you pick the shoes out, pick out the name, the whole shit. When you go to the American Girl doll store, they have outfits everywhere, all the new outfits. You can get the doll's hair styled by like American Girl doll stylist and it looks very similar to like, I would call it more of a dressing room, but it's supposed to look like a barber shop. Um, you can get accessories, like the whole shit, like it's not just a store. For dolls. It's so much more than that. Claudia, you said you've been. Yes. Describe your experience. Yeah, I want to know, like, what you've seen, what, what, like, different from what Courtney said. Obviously, she's, she's described some of it, but, like, what have you noticed? Well, it's different. I feel, it feels weird to talk about because I've always considered it my happiest memory as I have as a child. Mm -hmm. Because it was... Me and my cousins went and took, we drove down to the outskirts of Chicago, took a train, me and my cousins who are all somewhere in age. It was like three of us, plus my mom and her sister. And then we went to the American Girl Doll Place in Chicago, which is, I want to say probably like a three-story thing. It wasn't just one, but like the first story you walk in and it's a whole, showroom is not the word... I would use. Do they have like dolls in glass cases? Yes, I saw those in some pictures. So did you, did, that was a did thing. they have people there with like salon chairs this is doing the, the hair? This is the first floor, Rhiannon. Where oh, it sorry. is, you could, the other you would go through all the American Girl dolls and all of their clothing and accessories that you could buy. So I want to say I did buy a little dress for Felicity. Oh, she um, I don't remember. I didn't pay for it. She just picked it out. She said, put it on the car. I have a very specific Build-A-Bear memory from when I was eight years old. <clears throat> I went to the mall with my grandmother, oh, my boy. grandmother, when I was eight. Uh-huh. And we went in, and I wanted a stroller for my Build-A-Bear. Mm-hmm. And it was $12. Oh, boy. And my grandma said, no, too expensive. So I'm just trying to use that as a benchmark for how much American Girl doll dresses cost. Oh, honey. My grandma said no to a $12 Build-A-Bear stroller. I got news for you in the next section. It's about Oh my god, I'm going to be in so much pain. Yeah. Okay, Claudia, continue. So, Claudia, the first floor was like a showcase. It was... Is it Ikea style? Where, like, you walk through and look at everything and then you go into a spot afterwards to buy shit? No, I think it was all kind of, like, the glass casing and the pretty lighting and then underneath had the pretty boxes and had, like, tissue paper and the dresses. Yes, it's all very fancy. Um... And then the second floor, I don't remember much. All I do remember is the hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And you could, I don't know if I got mine. I think I did. I 
swear we at least we stood there and like watched it because I thought it was super cool. Right. Because that could be an American Girl doll. Like all you could do is they had they had their special brushes that was mm-hmm. meant to like it was the wooden panel and it had American Girl doll engraved on it. You could just, like, brush their hair. But, like, they would use water and something else to, like, be able to curl the hair and style it. Which I thought was really cool. Because we were never able to... They probably used fabric softener. Huh? They probably used fabric softener. Based on what I know about wigs. There was something in it, like, where they could just style the hair. Which, being a six-year-old girl who had a rat nest of a doll's hair, (laughs) to be able to go and have a pretty updo or... Stuff like that. I really like that. Um, and for remember the third floor was the restaurant where... Yep, that was the other thing I was going to mention. You would... All the girls and their moms or whoever was there. It was largely women. And you'd go and sit down at a table and they had the little clip-on seats that you could put your doll into. So they sat there. Um, and you were served like a three, four, five meal course... Very small portions. It wasn't like right, huge doll meal. And dolls got their own plates. And so I remember, don't remember much. We did have sandwiches at one point. I remember at the end we all had like really good mousse. Um, and they were like dolls out there and you would like pretend to feed her. And you'd have your own meal and it was really good food. But it was a whole experience. And it does, it is something that... You had to have money to be able to do. And when I was young, I didn't realize that. I mean, at that point, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad was a lawyer. They both came from, like, lower-income families. And so I think that was one of the things that my parents decided, like, they have stated that they've never been good at saving. They make their money. And while we do have, like, stuff saved up, obviously, I don't really know. We've always just kind of been like, okay, you know what? We have the money to do this. Why not? So that was one of the one things in my childhood that, like, we would splurge on is, like, we went to that one trip, and I had, like, the American Girl dolls. Mm. But other than that, like, I didn't take vacations. We didn't take trips. So, like, I do understand it comes from a place from privilege, and I don't want it to sound like... No, no, no. I yeah. Get it. But, that's like... so interesting. And I think that's me. why I attribute to, like, my happiest memory because right that was kind like of the your one vacation. time we went I went somewhere right and that's fair like I don't want it to seem like we're like shitting on little girls for enjoying this stuff because like they're kids you know yeah. like it makes sense you're gonna enjoy it it's not your fault and like I think there's another thing to be said about people who come from low-income backgrounds enjoying things like that Like, my parents both come from piss-poor families, and now they're able to afford certain things. We couldn't afford them when I was a kid, but, like, now they're able to afford certain things, and I think there's something to be said for, like, you should be able to enjoy little luxuries in your life, especially, like, folks who come from low-income backgrounds appreciate it more. Like, my parents appreciate having nicer vehicles, and they take better care of their shit because of it. But I don't know. Like I said, I don't want it to sound like we're just, like, shitting on kids for enjoying this stuff. Because they're kids. They don't know any better. It's like you said. You don't know how much the dress costs. You just know that you liked it. I was there to eat the food. Yeah. Get my little personal book. That was another thing that I wanted to mention. Um, I think some, if not all, American Girl doll places have 
cafes or restaurants. It's like a whole experience. It's supposed to, it's marketed as an experience, like you said, but the reality is, is you get sucked into this store for like three hours and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, it's been a while since we've eaten. And then they're like, funny story. We have a restaurant right upstairs. You should totally go stop in. <laughs> you want, you think that's fucking wild. Let me tell you. Some of the stores in big cities like Chicago and New York City, they used to have theaters. And they used to do musical theater shows about the dolls and their stories. They had live shows with actors, music, the whole shit. It was, they stopped doing it eventually. I don't know why it didn't say in the article I was reading, but like, they market this thing as like, it's not just a doll, it's an investment and it's like a lifestyle almost, which is why I wanted to talk about it. Cause I feel like it's very akin to girl, uh, horse girl culture. I've never heard of a theater. Yeah, I think it was a long... I think we were, like, really young when they stopped doing it, so we really wouldn't have known about it. But, like, they deadass used to have theaters. You want to hear the craziest shit I found about the American Girl Doll Stores? So it's called American Girl Doll Stores. American Girl Dolls. There are 18 stores in the United States. There are two in Canada... Not that crazy. It's outside of the U.S., but I guess it's still North America. There are two American Girl doll stores in the United Arab Emirates. Why? I have no fucking idea. But there's not in any other countries. It's literally just the U.S., Canada, and the UAE. My theory about the UAE is that there are a lot of, like, American folks that are there with their families. And they're like, oh shit, I just had to move my kid to the UAE. Yeah, what are we doing? I'm gonna buy her a doll. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that yeah. during this conversation, I texted my mother. Yes. And I said, um, we're talking about American Girl dolls right now. Um, I always thought that it was something that was really out of reach and only people with more money than we had could afford. And my mom said, those dolls were over $100 each. Yes. So it would have been the only present that you got for a Christmas if yes. you got it. Um. So unless you were really, really passionate about that specific doll, I would never have bought it for you. Mm -hmm. Which I think is something that's really important, is like, either I would have gotten that doll, me, I'm talking about me specifically, but this could be applied to multiple different children. Yeah. Um, Either I would have gotten that doll, and it would have been the only thing I got for that Christmas, is this one doll. Or... I wouldn't have gotten it at all, and I would have been like, oh, it would have been cool if I could have gotten that, but, like, I didn't, because it would have been the only thing I gotten, or if I got it, I would have been maybe disappointed, because it's the only thing I got was, like, this one doll, but, like, it's a hundred dollar doll, so, like, that's a lot of money to spend on Christmas, Mm -hmm. is this, this one hundred dollar doll. Yeah. So, like, I think it's, I'm really glad that I texted my mom, because I think that her, like, saying at that point if you had wanted this doll and you would have had to show me that you really, really wanted it. Yes. That's the only way that you would have gotten it. And it's the only thing you wouldn't, you would have gotten that year Mm -hmm. is, is that one doll. I don't know if I had a point to that. No, I love that because that's such a good segue. So American girl dolls are fucking expensive. Let me give you some numbers quick. And then I have a couple of thoughts to share from one of our coworkers actually, because I talked to her about this the other day. Um, so the Truly Me's, those are, like, the not super customizable ones. Those are the ones where you just kind of find the one that looks the most like you and pick it. Those start at $98, just the doll. Not including accessories. The Create Your Owns are $200. Yeah. 
that includes outfits, accessories, and personality, whatever the fuck that means. But that's like the full build bear. Um, the 2021 Girl of the Year doll comes with the doll in the book is $130. Um, the historical dolls run for $110 without accessories. And then if you have vintage dolls or literally just a doll that's not sold anymore, it could be like a few years ago it's not sold anymore. I sell this for hundreds of dollars online. Like kit dolls, OG kit dolls. Do you have a kit? So expensive. Yeah, he has a kit. Kirsten. Kirsten, I know, was one of the first to be discontinued when we have a Kirsten. Which one did you have? I had Felicity. She's also discontinued. We have, I think we have all discontinued dolls. See, I think yours would probably be worth a lot of money. Yeah. If, are they if still, like, technically yours or did your mom give them all to your dad? No, we all have them. Are they? Are, so if okay. you one day decided, like, this, this Felicity doll was mine. I would like to sell yes. this doll. The issue is some of, like, Hannah's, Kirsten, her hair fucked up. But that even, would like, lower. fabric softener and, like, some TLC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real, for real. I'm, you're, you're saying no, but, like, I've seen people with dolls that are just, like, like Barbies, mostly, that are, like, absolutely yeah. red and f- soaked in fabric softener. That's what you do. With, out. That's what you do with synthetic wigs, too. Yeah. That's how you like, get a shine Like, you could, out. if you... If you were to fix that doll's hair and resell it, your your Felicity doll. Yeah. Well, Felicity, her hair's intact and pretty and amazing. You're such a good doll owner. I cut some of her eyelashes. Ignore that. Oh. I don't think that can be fixed. If <laughs> you eyelashes. Let me see. You guys Give continue some talking. lash extensions. I'm going to look up what a Felicity doll is selling for right do now. Do it. Do it. I'm pretty sure she's discontinued. Like, I'm 99.9% sure. So, um, one of the other things that I'm going to bring up that was brought to my attention by our coworker, we were talking about the podcast a few days ago, and I was telling her about, like, what our next episode is about. And she had mentioned, like, she had an American Girl doll as a kid, which was kind of surprising to me because she's very, like, she prides herself on, like, being different. Not in, like, I don't mean that in, like, a very critical bad way. It's just, like, she's kind of a weird person, you know? And, like, I just didn't expect her to have something like an American Girl doll. The thing is that she didn't realize that it was, like, a thing. Like, a culture to it. She just, like, got it and was like, oh, a doll. <laughs> Until she started, like, I think she mentioned she was friends with, like, um, her parents had friends and they also had a kid the same age as her. And they started hanging out. And then she was, like, she got annoyed with this other girl. Because the girl also had American Girl dolls, and the she was, like, very into it, and my coworker was just like, it's just a fucking doll. Um, but the one thing that she brought up that I want to mention about the cost of it is that some people argue that it teaches your kids responsibility. Like, if you make them aware that it costs so much more than, like, a Barbie doll or another doll, even, like, a knockoff American Girl doll, that they're much more inclined to take care of it. So what our co our coworker was saying is her friend, her parents made her do like a test run. They gave her another doll and they were like, you have to take care of this doll for like a month before we'll even talk about getting you an American Girl doll. Okay. Which reminds me of my friend Rebecca from school. Same thing. Like they didn't give her a test run as far as I know, but they made it very clear to her that these were very expensive dolls and she was very lucky to have them. So she took pristine care of them. Like, I remember I remember going to her house, and she'd be like, do you want to play with my American Girl dolls? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. She never let me fucking touch anything. Okay. I got to sit there while she played with them, because she was like, 
these are very expensive. If anything happens to them, my parents are going to be really, really mad at me. So when I said we should play with them, I meant you're going to watch me play with them. Which is not fun when you're a kid. It's super not fun, and, like, she was also a kid, so I can't blame her that much. So, I would like to touch back on what I talked about earlier. I just looked it what up. What about, what about? Uh, the price of a Felicity doll. Okay. A Felicity American Girl doll still in the box could be worth up to $1,000. <gasps> I don't doubt that. Claudia. Why am I selling the box? Her hair's Doesn't crazy. matter. You could probably still get some rent money for it. I could, but I wouldn't, I don't think I could sell it. That's the difference between you and me. Me as well. My possessions mean nothing. I just need money. I'm a very sentimental person. I am With too, but I can't afford to. Anything. Hmm? Okay, going back to your point with, you know, instilling a kind of ethic of price and valuability like and teaching you know, this is a great, yeah. I ha- I partially agree with it. Like, yes, it's a great way to show your children that your toys mean something. But I think to at some point, kids aren't gonna understand that like this. Like that is that was the parents' decision yes. to buy a. It was my parents' decision to buy a hundred and fifty dollar doll for me, and my sisters. And I think at some point you need to accept that it could get ruined and things are gonna happen. And I just like it's our kids. There is I. I mean, I did know that it was a important doll. I wasn't. We weren't just like throwing like ruining it but I just I don't know I don't I guess I don't know how to express it completely but just the idea of like you know you sitting in the corner and never letting never being able to play with the doll because your friend was put then into this position of it's super expensive and you can't touch it I had a best friend who lived next door to me we did the neighborhood I grew up in was like a really weird mix I lived kitty corner to a mansion but next door to me was a house that has routinely been used for meth labs. So the girl, I, yeah, <laughs> meth, marijuana. She's got the full, the full layout. Like neck, like next. That's the same. There are so many. It same was, without the mansion. We grew up, like the mansion, there was the. Just the meth lab. <laughs> the marijuana, the meth. There's, we've had a hodgepodge, but when I grew up next door, was one of the first friends I ever made, and her name was Rachel. Her family was very low income, different from mine because we lived in her nicer house, and I I never realized that. As a kid, you don't realize that. My mom right. told me things like, oh, her mother was, you know, extremely, like, bipolar with depressive and manic episodes. I never realized that. But I remember we'd sit outside by the giant tree she had. We'd lay down a blanket. I'd bring out all my dolls. We'd lay down all the American Girl dolls. And I never once thought about, like, oh, these are, like, $150 dolls. My parents never kind of told me that these are really expensive. And, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. But it never allowed me to create this divide between us of, like, oh, like, these are really expensive. And I'm going to play with them because they're mine. And my parents will get really upset with me if there's something happens to them. I think... There was something about my parents where they kind of accepted that, you know, we are allowing our children to have these nice things, but we can only get so upset if something happens to them because they are six years old. And I don't know, there's... No, I think that's the exact reason my parents 
would never have gotten me something that expensive. I think that's why they were much more comfortable with me having Barbies other than the... I was in a very similar boat to Rhiannon money-wise where it's like if you wanted an American Girl doll, you would need to show me that you really, really want it and that would be the only present you get that year. So I think they were much more comfortable with me getting cheaper dolls that it was like if something happened to it, it wasn't like, well, shit, there's $150 down the drain. Um, and they realized that we were kids. We were going to do dumb shit like like cut its hair off or cut off its eyelashes. <laughs> like kids, I don't I don't know. I have I feel very uncomfortable about like this notion of like making kids, like teaching kids responsibility, yes, but that's a big step of like here's this like super expensive doll and accessories and shit and I expect you to be responsible for it even though you might not be old enough to even understand what that means. Like I do I recognize that I came from a place where my parents were able to buy those for all of our sisters. And, right. You know, it wouldn't have been great if they got completely ruined, but I was lucky enough that my dad was in a position to work the job he has, and we were able to go to private school. We were able to have these things, and I didn't ever worry about that as a kid. And it's a, it is a different situation than a lot of people, and I guess I never realized that as a kid. I'm like... Oh, I have an American Girl doll. It's super fun. It's super cool. Although I, when I do think about it, I didn't know many people who had them outside of me and my sisters. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it, I didn't know anyone I went to school with who had them. Yeah, I think you my were friend... like Courtney's Rebecca. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, my... <laughs> they, were all, they were only friends. Debbie Ryan. I had <laughs> Felicity. My my friend Rebecca. Um. I think she was the only person that I was, like, kind of around, at least in, like, my grade. She was the only person who had American Girl dolls. There were a couple other girls that, like, I was friends with and I knew their families were wealthy enough to have them, but they did other things. Like, I had a friend who did, like, she was in a dance company, so, you know, they did, like, the whole traveling dance shit for a while. Abby Lee. Abby Lee style. But, (laughs) But, like, not. Make it in northeastern Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that's expensive as well. So, not to say that I wasn't friends with other people who could afford them. It's just they put their money elsewhere. But my friend Rebecca was the only one who was, like, I'm an American girl, doll girl. I would I would think that it would be really interesting to talk to, say, Claudia's neighbor that she hung out with that had experience of American Girl dolls only through hanging out with Claudia. Yeah. I want to know, like, what her experience with American Girl dolls... American Girl dolls... (laughs) Jesus Christ. American Girl dolls is... If it's similar to yours... Right. Or if it's different of, like, my friend had these dolls. I don't think anything of it. It was just a thing that we played with. It was just a toy that we had. I, I would... I think that would be really interesting. Obviously, we can't... We can't figure that out. Track her like, down. Oh, we're still friends. Oh. Yeah, well, we're doing American she's one Girl of my best Dolls. She lives in Minnesota. She's the reason I'm moving there. <laughs> American Girl Dolls Part 2. I'll bring Felicity with me. Ask her what Please. her relationship with American Girl Dolls is. I want to know what she's hey, thinking. Hey, Rachel, it's 11.30 That's such a PM. big text message for 11.30. Unpacking <laughs> your class level and everything we've experienced. How do you feel <laughs> about American Girl Dolls? Oh my god. <laughs> That's a little... 
hefty to put on someone. I mean, I had the conversation with my mother at 10.30, so. It could also, this could totally just be a segment one day. Like a little part where we're like, okay, we're going to check in with Claudia about her friend. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I have two more sections. The first of the last two sections that we kind of covered, it's more than just dolls. It's a culture. You have to buy accessories. I didn't mention earlier on the cost, I think. But you get, like, the doll, and then if you want accessories, like Kira, there's two accessory things. One of them's, like, a fucking backpack and a map or some shit. The other one is a kangaroo, like a little stuffed kangaroo. 30 bucks a piece. Did you have a kangaroo? No, I didn't have fucking Kira. What was... You never told me what the doll was worth. My mom told me. You, no, what doll? She did tell us. Kira? No, just like a doll. She did. She a told doll. Us, I told you the price of she multiple told us dolls. All of them. It's the right create around your own. I think the on truly me, the historical. Truly, you me's, did your research on. Truly, me. <laughs> my are, research was texting my mother. Okay, listen. Truly, me's are ninety-eight bucks. Customs are two hundred. Historical dolls are one ten, and Kira is one thirty. My mom bought a <laughs> Kira. My mom bought a Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. And split it between five children. Yep. How much is a Wii worth? I don't well, know. My parents did the same thing. You got thing. the remotes, they a Wii. you got the games. They bought a Wii for my sister and I for we Christmas had two one year. Mm-hmm. It comes with two remotes. Do you have nunchucks? No. Yes. We, got we had, we had whatever it came with. Do you have the wheel? I have the wheel. I think we so. got the wheel because it came with some deal. I don't, I don't think we ever even used our wheel. We never had like, No, we didn't like the wheel. I think it came, like it came with like the, uh, some, okay. Anyway, yes, we also got the wheel. Um, but yeah, there's, um, in addition to accessories, there are books, movies. They started doing online content with one of their Girl of the Year dolls a couple years ago. Her whole thing was that she was like a videographer or whatever. So it's like the Barbie vlogs that you love, Rhiannon. <laughs> those are so funny. American Girl doll has those, so you might want to check them out. I think they're probably... They would make a magazine. They're probably not as good. The, the Barbie vlogs are so... They're funny. They're, they're shady. so funny. Barbie they're and camp. 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 Camp, camp. camp as hell. Camp as hell. Everything I learned in GWS, Barbie vlogs with Ken are camp as hell. Yes. Also, Agreed. if my mom bought a Wii for me and all of my siblings, she would have spent $40 each sibling for Christmas that year. Yeah. If she bought me an American Girl doll, it would have been over 100 Right. Like, hello? <laughs> hello. But yeah, in conclusion on that part, um, American Girl dolls are fucking huge. They're like Barbie dolls, Bratz dolls. Like, it makes sense why Mattel bought them. It's, yeah. it's a fucking, like, empire. Yeah. The last thing I want to show you is I was trying to see if there were dolls with our names. Unfortunately, there's not a Rhiannon yeah, or no Claudia, fucking shit. <laughs> but there's a Courtney. Of course yeah, there, no, there is. is. I'm not it came out last. It came out last year. How do you know? Are you keeping up? Jesus it Christ, familiar. It sounds fucking familiar. What, is, okay. what does the Courtney doll have? I'm going to show you her. She so she is a historical figure doll. She is based in the year... Stop talking about it, I'm telling you. 1986. Ah! I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! That was so scary. So she was released last year. She's a historical figure doll from 1986. This is her, like, main outfit. She also, I really has, she also has a workout outfit. I would kill for her because she's kind of fucking boss-ass bitch. Queen, Courtney. She's $140 or four interest-free interest free payments of $35 a firm. Wait. 
Do they have a payment plan? Yeah. Yes, they do have payment plans. Hey guys. Um, Y'all going wait. in together on a Courtney? Absolutely me, fucking not. <laughs> let me let me read this to you. Courtney Moore is growing up in California's San Fernando Valley. She's a total 80s girl whose favorite place is Smiley's Arcade because she loves to play video games. Courtney likes being in control of what happens, which isn't always the case in real life. She and her stepsister, Tina, that's my aunt's name, don't always get along. And now that Courtney's mom is running for mayor, things are changing at home. It's a whole new game for Courtney, and she's figuring out the rules as she goes. She has blue eyes and curly, sandy blonde hair. That's me. She's you. She's literally me. Granted, I have red hair now, but like... I would like to say... (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't. No, go ahead. (laughs) Claudia says, Pornhub. Pornhub. He's a stepsister. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard the whole thing of the Pornhub intro? That's no. a whole other episode. I literally, like, okay. It's a whole We could do a song. whole episode about porn. We could do four episodes about porn. Mm. Maybe that's what Chef Sawyer on for. <laughs> Why? Because he probably wants porn. I don't know. Just because he's a man? No. Just because it's a different perspective on porn. Does he sure. only watch gay porn? You, you and I probably have very similar perspectives on porn. I don't know if we do. I mean, like. Do you guys watch hentai? No. We're not going to talk about porn like what we watch. We would talk about porn as like, is it good or bad? Do you guys watch like premium? Do you guys like, do you guys watch like um, incest? <laughs> I'm not saying I do. On that note, um, the only other thing I'm going to mention about the Courtney doll is that for promo, American Girl doll commissioned... The Go-Go's. The Go-Go's to make a music video about it. How? Are they alive? Apparently. At least they were last year. Well, they were in the 70s. Rina looks so hurt. in the 70s? They would be in their literal 70s now. I'm not ageist. Fake. Um, so we're going to take one more really short break, maybe. Yeah. For you, it'll be short. (laughs) And then we're going to come back and do some quick wrap-up. Okay, so that was our episode. We talked about American Girl dolls. We mused about our relationships with them and their relationship with capitalism, honestly. Um... We want to thank Claudia for being our American Girl doll expert. Whoa, thank Claudia. you for having me. <laughs> We're so glad to have a guest. We're probably going to have you back to talk about private school and or porn. Oh, okay. Not both at the Which same time. Which one are you more interested in being? Porn. Oh. Okay, we'll bring you on for that. Claudia for sure. says porn, no questions asked. Claudia, porn, adding it to our list. Um, for the right end now. of the episode, we are all going to roll the die one more time. See what we get. Do what we get, and then we're going to call it a night because it's pretty damn late right now. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go, Claudia, go. Four and two. Four and two. Finish your drink. I have no drink. My drink is finished. Oh, good job. Mm, Yum. (laughs) And it is next. You're going to get like two shots. Three, three.
Three, why would you say that? One shot. Three, three is one shot. I will do a shot. Really? <gasps> For real? I'll do a shot with you. If you pour it, do it. Okay, are you both doing shots? Yeah. Here, let me roll. write it out. Do but one, two. Do one, two. I'm going to roll mine, see what I get, and then I'll, like, pause this for a hot second. We can keep going. Okay, so I'm going to roll mine. A five and a two. Snap story. Mm. Move it one this way and do two shots. <laughs> okay, so two shots. Just two do one shot shots. We'll, we'll finish on one shot. Okay, we can all do one shot together. Yeah. All right. We all took our shots. Mm-hmm. We're all incredibly drunk, mm-hmm. and we all need to not be on the podcast Most anymore. definitely. Goodness. So thanks for listening to us jabber about American Girl dolls, and we're excited to have Claudia back one day to talk about porn. What is next week? I don't have a plan yet. Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah, well, it'll be... A podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Music for this podcast, courtesy of Girls Like You by Stephen Kartenberg, obtained from ccmixter.org. This episode of Bi Queens and all other episodes of Bi Queens can be streamed exclusively on Spotify. Viewpoints and opinions shared by Courtney and Rhiannon do not reflect the viewpoints and opinions of their respective employers.